Well, hello. Welcome back. We had a special request because I love giving you what you need. And we had a special request this week, which was around emotional resilience, right? And you know what? It is a full on buzzword. I'm all about resilience. It's one of my highest qualities. But is it giving and getting too much height? Because you know what? Ground bottom is a really cool place to learn a lot. Ground bottom, ground zero, rock bottom. Ha ha. Yes. Oh, this is going so well. So without me jamming about it all on here in the intro, let's get on into the episode and we'll talk about why feeling your feelings is also super important too. So I am all for resilience. It's one of my favorite qualities, as I mentioned before, to help cultivate within the boys and within myself. Um, Resilience in somebody is something that I absolutely admire. Also, I'm all for, I'm just going to get all the like the big banner headings out of the way first, right? I'm all for positive thinking. I am all for an optimistic outlook. I am all for magic happens bumper stickers, high vibes and feel the fear and do it anyway and all of those sorts of things. I'm all about it. Like I've been there, done it, bought the t-shirt. Totally into it. But I also think there's a lot of pressure that gets put on people and people put on themselves around emotional agility being like, Now, something happens, got to get over it. Something, you feel something, got to get past it. I'm anxious, got to change it. I'm sad, got to get over it. You know, I've got to turn that frown upside down. Vom. Like, no. While all, like we know, and we speak about it quite often, that all emotions are welcome at the table. Suffering, and stay with me on this, Suffering is part of the human experience. You are not doing life wrong if you are stuck in a sad place for a while. And if you look around, if you're feeling sad, right, and low or blue or gray or, you know, any of those feeling colors, (laughs) if you are feeling any of these feelings, If you look around and take a look at what is actually happening around you, I bet there's something that's going on that has made you sad. And you are having a completely and totally normal response to what is right in front of you. And the fact that if you didn't feel something, then you may just be a robot, right? Or you're numbing it out. And if you numb yourself to the heavier feelings, and the harder feelings or the sadness of something that has happened, then you're also going to be numbing yourself out to the positive, uplifting, feel-good feels that are also, you know, wonderful to experience. If you numb out and avoid feeling the harder stuff, the uncomfortable stuff, then it's going to mean that you have 
highly likely are going to have a lot harder time feeling the really beautiful, light and fluffy stuff too. Because the things that you're doing to avoid feeling sad, mad, depressed, angry, anxious, overwhelmed, all of those feelings are actually also going to be stopping you from feeling all the nice, light and fluffy feelings too. So maybe this episode and this podcast, especially um, depending on when you listen to this, but when I'm recording it, it's, you know, we're just about to roll into December, which means that it's holiday time and that can bring up a lot of feelings. Our calendars get really full. We might be grieving people that we have missed. And I mean, fuck, it's 2020, right? So a lot of people may still be separated from their families or have been separated. The year may have looked so different. Well, look, let's face it. No one saw this coming. So the year has looked different to what anyone I think could have planned it. So any feelings are up for grabs here. Like the expectations that I know I often had held in the past around Christmas were like lofty. So when I was in a relationship, there was always lots of juggling. So, you know, trying to fit everyone's families in, trying to fit all the work Christmas parties in, trying to fit like the presents in, who's getting the presents, what the thing. I always struggled a lot with Christmas personally with all of the expectations and the emotions and things that were put onto it. And that's a lot of pressure to put on one day or one season. And everyone's supposed to be really joyful all the time. Everyone's supposed to be going a million miles an hour. And that's just way too much for this beautiful, um, beautifully complicated, introverted, extroverted soul. Like I'm a sensitive soul. And so I feel that. Um, And I really need time to recharge on my own. So when it's go, 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 and you feel like you've got to meet up with everyone and you've got to, you know, be high vibe and super bubbly all the time. That's a lot. So if you're one of my fellow like sensitive souls who love seeing people and love catching up, but also need a little while and a minute to recharge um, before you can go like dip your toe in the social pool again, then can we all just quietly celebrate the fact that all the parties are not going to be happening this year. So yay. But on the flip side, Let's get back to what I was actually talking about. And that's the pressure um, and the expectations that come with something like the festive season or birthdays or Easter's and all of that. And the pressure that comes with maintaining a super positive outlook at Christmas and everything around that. It's a lot. So what I do want to say to you and acknowledge with that in mind and with where we are in the calendar when this is being recorded in mind is that if you are struggling with all the feels that come up for you and that Christmas brings up for you, be that your relationship status, the fact that you are missing someone, the fact that you are separated from your friends and family, or perhaps it's because you have to be with your friends and family, then I really want to acknowledge that. And I hope that you can, by the end of this podcast, shed the guilt and the expectation around how you should be feeling and acknowledge that it's okay for you to feel however you're feeling this season or any given day of the week. It is all okay. You do not have to be any other way than how you are right? 
You are not wrong for feeling the way that you're feeling, whatever that may be. I don't have to go into details. You are not um, broken because you don't love things the way that certain people do. Because how boring would it be if everybody loved everything the same? If everybody, you know, felt the same way about all the different things. If everyone was super into birthdays, if everyone was super into Christmas, if everyone was super into specific things, um, you know, that would be just like intense, don't you think? The idea that we should be feeling different to what we are now puts us in suffering, right? It's like if we got okay, and this is the work, like, and I do a lot of work around this with my clients. I do a lot of work within this area on myself, especially being someone who experiences anxiety, especially being a highly intuitive and sensitive person, which you know what? We're all intuitive. So I'm not saying that I'm special by any means here because I really believe that everyone is intuitive we are it's just whether or not we choose to vibe in that space and we trust ourselves enough to vibe in that space but we can all read people it's just how much power we give to it we can all read a room it's just whether or not we choose to pay attention to that I'm responding to things all the time so I'm often (laughs) I'm often uncomfortable and you know what yay um but actually Glennon Doyle said this she said this you know She has not been fine for one day since she became sober almost like 17 years ago or something like that. She has been scared. She has been happy. She has been anxious. She has been fearful. She has been controlling. She has been um, elated. She has been nurturing. She has been all of these things, but rarely fine. And I think that's so beautiful and important to remember that no one's just fine all the time. Like my sweet spot that I love and when I get there, I am so grateful for and that's contentment, right? I love to feel content. But I also on the daily, I feel rushed. I feel stressed. I feel super overjoyed when I get to go for my walks. I feel strong when I'm in my Pilates class. I I laugh sometimes at some of my friends' text messages. I feel successful. I also feel anxious. I feel confused. I feel hungry. All of these things are within a day, right? Sometimes within an hour. And that's just who I am. But do you notice that I said I feel, not I am, right? Because I am not my emotions, I am not my thoughts, I am not my job title, I am not the things I have in my possession, I own them, I feel them, I do them, but me is separate to all of them. And that is really powerful. And I really want everyone who is listening to start paying attention and start differentiating between who you are, what you do, and how you feel. Like your soul is such a beautiful, precious entity. And you are not your emotions. Your emotions are the clouds. You are the sky, right? And you feel them. You witness these things. You are not your sadness. You are feeling sad. And that way it detaches you from your emotion. It puts less pressure 
on the need to fix it, control it and micromanage it. I want you to try and allow yourself to experience it. And just like the emotions come through your body and if you allow them to pass and you pay attention to them and bring their gifts instead of trying to manipulate the situation to feel a different way or force yourself into suffering by trying to force resilience upon yourself before you're actually ready, you actually take the pressure off, right? Our feelings don't need fixing. None of it needs fixing. You don't need to fix it. You need to feel it. As beautiful and badass as being a resilient human is, again, I'm totally for it. One of my core desired emotions is to be able to feel resilient. I want to be emotionally agile, but I also don't want any of us to miss the gifts of the human experience and the feeling that comes and the emotional intelligence that comes with being a student of our emotions and understanding why things come up for us. We are all going to feel grief. We are all going to feel loss. We are all going to feel confusion and exhaustion and all of those things. And doing so does not make you wrong. It means you're paying attention. So if you are deep in the feels, if you are up to your eyeballs in overwhelm, I want instead of thinking that you shouldn't be there, Start having a look at why you are, right? Instead of wanting and trying to avoid the way that you're feeling and pushing it down, training over it, working over it, trying to pull yourself out of it straight away because God forbid we be uncomfortable, see why. Get curious as to why. Like the the symptom, the emotion and the feeling is the symptom, I want you to get curious with why. Like if you've listened to the podcast with Nat Gringudis, like the why is so important. The why is the reason and that seed and then we can understand it and then you can make your decision as to how long you choose to experience that or more often than not, like obviously I'm all for, like something that I think is really powerful actually You know, if I feel something and, you know, it's uncomfortable, but I'm also a mum and I have to work and I want to show up for my friends and family in a way that feels good for me, but I also don't want to gloss over my feelings. I give myself a time frame in terms of like, you can feel shit for the rest of today, but tomorrow we're going to revisit this and start again. But if I wake up in the morning and I'm still not done with that feeling, I'll extend that, you know, but I'm also willing to call myself out. And that's the difference. Feeling the feelings and suffering and hurting and all of that is essential, right? Understanding is optional, but understanding is what gives you power. And that's what gives you the emotional agility and the conscious action, the conscious opportunity to be able to then choose 
what you want to do next. It may be wallow. It may be feel it. It may be stay in it for a lot longer or a bit longer or whatever it is. Or it might be to pull your big girl panties up and move through. That's the resilience. But if that's not there for you yet, if you are in something and you look around and you're experiencing hardship, heartache, heartbreak, loss, confusion, overwhelm, stress, fear, all of that, there's probably a really good reason and it's okay for you to feel all of that before you decide to jump into like, okay, what are we going to do to pull ourselves out of this? It's okay to stay there and experience it. All emotions are welcome at the table, all of them. But you get to decide how long you want to eat there. Don't let anyone push you into being resilient quicker than you want to be, than what you need to be. You are your own best guru, right? You know what you need. And as easy and as, you know, it seems like positive thinking is the way to get out of anything, but being a a positive person doesn't mean that you don't experience stuff. It means that you know that better days are coming. It doesn't mean that you don't feel the hard stuff. It doesn't mean that you don't feel everything. I hope you feel everything. I feel everything. I hope we all get to experience the highs as well as the lows. The lows are what help the highs feel so great. But again, I really like that sweet spot in the middle. So please don't be scared of your trenches and your valleys. There's magic in them. They make everything. We need that polarity. Don't miss the low parts in the quest for being emotionally resilient. It's like I was doing a session with someone amazing this week and she was caught up in the fear and she's like, I just want to be brave. I just want to be really brave with this. I just want to be really brave. And I'm like, well, do you do realize that you need the fear first. You're in it. You're doing it. You can't be brave without first feeling fearful. And that's the same with you can't become emotionally resilient unless you have something to bounce back from. So we need the downtime. We need the reflection. We need those beautiful like bathroom floor moments where we learn about ourselves and what buckles us one day and what buckles one person might be totally different to the next. Sometimes losing your keys can bring you to your mother truck and knees. And I've been there going like, what is happening? But it's not about the keys. But you know, we all get challenged by different things. And then it can be a divorce or it can be a death. Or it can be, you know, whatever it is, flights delayed because of all, because of the feelings that come with it. Please don't push yourself out of your feels and into emotional resilience before you acknowledge what you're going through. 
So this was a little potty and a message to anyone who is judging themselves for feeling the way that they are feeling and feeling the pressure to be, do, experience or feel life a different way. I got you. You take your time and you navigate the things that you need to navigate when you believe you need to navigate them. All emotions are welcome at the table. Please don't ever make yourself wrong for having feelings. And I guarantee that if you're going like you're feeling something, it's probably in a direct response to what's going on around you. If you are struggling, it is probably because what you're experiencing is really freaking hard, right? Now, I'm not suggesting for a second that you unpack and live in these feelings because I'm here. There are so many amazing like people out there to support you and help you and guide you through if you are starting to feel like you're stuck in a space and don't know how to get out or you have been there for too long or you want to be, um, understand your emotions and feelings um, better, then yes, put your hand up. Work with people who you trust or if you feel like it's gone the other way and the clouds just keep coming and it's making you nervous and you don't know how to get out, then please seek professional help from either a GP or a therapist, psychologist or whoever feels right to you. I'm talking about the day-to-day emotions and more often than not, you're not you're not like damaged or need a diagnosis. You're having a completely normal response to life. It's messy and mate, it's 2020. So can we all just give ourselves a big hug, send someone a message as soon as it's right and let them know that you think they're amazing and doing a really good job at this wild ride called life. Actually, can we do that? I would love everyone who is listening on this podcast Because nothing makes you feel better than supporting someone else and making them feel better. Can you please do a good deed today and or like just tell someone that you think they're awesome? I would love to hear about it. Let's turn this podcast into like, you know, a good deed, a good deed day. And yeah, keep them going. Like I want to know about it. Tell someone you love them. Tell someone how proud you are of them, how you see them. Like, let's do that. I'm here for it. I'm going to go do it now. I'm actually going to go and send a message to someone and I'm going to send a few and let them know that I love them. I appreciate them. I value them. And let's see if we can spread a little joy. Happy day, guys. Emotional resilience is awesome, but so is feeling all your feelings. Mwah!